Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, this is John Barber from IDW Publishing. You are listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. This is Optimus Prime, and you are listening to all things Transformers. Welcome to an all-new generation of all things Transformers as we get the origins of any and all Transformers fans that we can. This is episode 271. I am, of course, TFG and Mike. Joining me is, I believe, the creator, but he'll tell that part of the story at some point. But it is Charles, a.k.a. Big C, from Transmissions. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a double shot of Transmissions. We had that number one Beast Wars fan, and now we have Big C. Hello, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. This is uh, this is going to be fun as always. So, these first five questions for Transformers fans, they should be givens because why would you be on a Transformers podcast or why would you even be hosting a Transformers podcast for nine years if you didn't grow up with the franchise? But <laughs> did you grow up with Transformers, and at what age do you first remember? noticing the franchise uh yes of course i was uh, i was of course yeah g1 original og <laughs> uh, i grew up in the 80s uh like uh, like a lot of my fellow transformers fans although you know uh, i think we've got you know the the fandom has gotten a lot bigger than than when we were kids so i appreciate oh, yeah. it, you know how Every seems like every new generation of kids finds some find something to to grab onto with Transformers, which is great. Um, 
but yeah, I, I grew up in the eighties. I was eight years old in 1984. So I was the prime demographic and yeah, Transformers hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh, I think the, tra- the the cartoon is really what initially caught my interest. And, uh, you know, I, I watched G.I. Joe and then Transformers came right after it. I, I think it started off co- like on Saturdays or Sundays, but then it went to five days a week right behind G.I. Or I think it was Transformers, then G.I. Joe, where, where I was. So, yeah, mm-hmm. both of those, uh, all, you know. Of course, you know, the, the mid-80s with all that wonderful deregulation that uh, allowed <laughs> companies to make toy commercials. There there were a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I loved them all. Uh, He-Man, She-Ra, you know, uh, Thundercats, all those uh, 80s cartoons. But Transformers was the one that stuck with me uh, after the 80s. So, you know, uh, all those other things I kind of left behind. Even uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I love that too. But Pizza Transformers was the only thing that kind of stuck with me into a, into adulthood. Other than a few literally whatever was on the VHS tapes, other than whatever was on the VHS tapes and other than the first five episodes of TMNT 87, I have never seen that series throughout its entirety. And I have had the, the turtle van DVD set. I'm actually watching through all of it. And I'm like, that's not Shredder's voice. Whose voice is that? <laughs> there are a couple episodes of Turtles that it's not James Avery. One episode that I just watched in season... Oh, God, I'm probably going to get this wrong. I think it's in season five, four or five. It's Dorian Harewood. And I'm... No. Because I'm like, I know that voice. That's that's friggin' War Machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean... <clears throat> I've said this multiple times on multiple podcasts recently. The 80s were a unique time because uh, in animation because you had one thing running into another. So G.I. Joe, I, I'm probably going to get this wrong because I refuse to look at any information at this point in time. <laughs> it premiered in 82. 82, 83, somewhere around there. And then mm-hmm. Transformers in 84. And then, obviously, He-Man in 83, She-Ra in 85, Thundercats in 85, Voltron in 84. So you have this whole thing where you can go from one to the other to the other. So by 87, when Turtles hit, you know, you could watch that along with DuckTales and everything else. But Transformers, yeah, I mean, it's 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 stuck around for near – we are two years away from the 40th anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Can't believe it. <laughs> yep. All right, so you've kind of already alluded to it, but again, have to ask this. What Transformers generation is your generation and why? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the answer is obvious. I mean, G1 all the way and just because that's what I grew up with. Although, uh, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not a G1 purist or anything like that. I love a lot of the stuff that came after it. I don't love everything that came after it, but I love a lot of the things that came after it. So. Uh, I'm always looking for new Transformer stuff and appreciating uh, what new things get uh, get brought to the table. It's always nice to see when Transformers concepts get iterated on and improved upon and, and new things get added in. Uh, but yeah, G1, of course, is, uh, yeah, that that's my home. Yeah, absolutely. What other generations of Transformers do you like? 
Well, uh, I'm I'm not the number one Beast Wars fan on <laughs> on the Transmissions podcast, but I am a big fan of Beast Wars. Uh, I really enjoyed that show. Uh, you know that that hit right when I was in college. So at the time, that I was thinking, well, Transformers is pretty much over and done with, and then here's this thing coming back and. You know, it was it was such a it was it was interesting because all my all my friends in college were also Transformers fans, like you know, lapsed Transformers fans, and no one no one was playing with Transformers toys in college. At the, but you know, we were all we all remembered it fondly. And then when I discovered the Beast Wars show, I actually got all my friends to you know sit down and watch the show with me when when they had the the crossover at the end of season two with the agenda and had you know mm-hmm. he had Ravage guest starring and everyone's like oh yeah that's it's the old Transformers come, you know coming back so mm-hmm. uh, that was that was uh, you know a nice little hit of nostalgia but uh, I've I've loved uh, comics have been really one of my major favorites like the the comics the Marvel comics from the eighties both the U S and the U K versions. Uh, through to Dreamwave and IDW, uh, all the comics iterations have really caught my interest. And uh, more recently, although now recently is 10 years ago, uh, Transformers Animated, uh, Transformers Prime, and uh, and then just Transformers Cyberverse uh, recently was a really surprising show. I, I didn't think it was going to be good, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then uh, the recent trilogy, the War for Cybertron trilogy on Netflix, I thought that was fun too. Yep, Absolutely. Yeah, Cyberverse was, when I first saw that, I was like, okay, this is the 21st century, like for kids of today, this is their G1, is is how I usually phrase it when it comes to Cyberverse, because even though it had way more differences in characters versus what G1 had, it just felt like you could get anyone to get into the brand based off that show. Yeah. Speaking of proof of concept, do you like or loathe the Bayverse or are you indifferent to it? <laughs> uh yeah, I mean maybe maybe loathe is too strong, but I'm I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, I was I was really excited for the 2007 movie. That was really exciting to have. You know, the first live action big budget Transformers movie have Transformers capture the Zeitgeist. You know, that's something that it hadn't really captured since the 80s in terms of you know Transformers fans and kids loved playing with Transformers toys, but Transformers was pretty much uh, you know. Uh, not a, an afterthought to everyone else in the world. So having Transformers take center stage in 2007 was exciting. There was a lot of good things I liked in the movie. Um, a lot of things I didn't like. Uh, I've, I've always said that the, 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 the design aesthetic of the robots really turned me off. Uh, you know, it, it seemed like for every, for every robot except Optimus Prime, they, they made an effort to go away from the original designs as much as possible mm-hmm. so that they were not recognizable at all. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, I understand wanting to put a unique stamp on things and, uh, and modernize it and, and capture the audience, you know, capture a wider audience. But, uh, you know, I think you could still, uh, pay homage to the original, you know, like I, I compare like to Marvel movies where, Marvel movies change a lot from the original Marvel comics, but they still capture the core and the essence. And I felt like the Bay movies kind of threw the core and the essence of Transformers out when they've produced the movies. I mean, my my main like my core complaint for the live action movies is 
we need more Transformers in the Transformers movies. Uh, the Transformers movies should not be people starring. It should not be starring famous actors and featuring the Transformers. It should be the Transformers are the main characters and the stars. The people are the afterthought. And the transform the live action movies always centered the people, which I was not a fan of. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad we're doing this now and this will be released in a, in a week or so. Maybe I, I don't know yet how the release is going to go, but as of right now, I've been seeing this article go around the various insert website here, but I'm, I've got it up on Gizmodo. Steven Spielberg heroically told Michael Bay to stop making Transformers <laughs> movies. <laughs> I did see so, that. <laughs> yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, apparently Michael Bay has regrets during the press interview for his upcoming film Ambulance. The director revealed that significantly better director Steven Spielberg once advised him to stop making Transformers films. He says, advice I desperately wish Bay had taken. What's surprising is that, you know, he didn't, you know, it took him up until Dark of the Moon to tell him that. <laughs> so, I mean, the thing with me and the designs of the robots in the live action movies is I, I don't want to see the out, the insides on the outside of the robot. Like, that's not <laughs> like, I get it. We need to know how the gears function and move, but... Uh, it's bad enough we have kibble on toys. Like, we don't need kibble on <laughs> multi-million dollar... Anyway, we're actually... I don't know how I'm doing this yet, but we are going to be doing a blockbuster summer of 2022 where myself and either Steve Megatron or other people are going to go through all of those films. Oh, my. We've never done that on all <laughs> things Transformers. Well... Is it was it last year? A couple at some no, it had to have been last year, most likely. Whenever I when did Bumblebee come out? Uh, twenty eighteen, I think. Twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Okay, so at some point after Bumblebee came out, when it hit digital, Voodoo was like, "Hey, guess what? We have all six films in one." So I just bought the thing. So I own all. <laughs> like I. The last time I owned a live action movie was that that stupid Best Buy uh, steel book edition of the first movie 15 mm -hmm. years ago. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I, the, the stories of the films and what they did. Eh, but as far as the overall financial success for the brand. Yay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I guess I've sold out by saying that, but like, I mean... Not I mean, it, you, the Transformers sold out from the beginning. I mean, that was the point. <laughs> so, yeah. it's, That's true. It's a toy commercial. I mean, you, you have you have to reconcile your your love of the of the brand with that. So, very true. Very true. <laughs> what was your very first Transformers toy as a kid? So I'm I'm not sure if this is correct, but I do distinctly remember getting Huffer. Uh, that first year, because I, I remember like my parents, I think my parents underestimated the popularity of Transformers and maybe like got their shopping done late and probably all the <laughs> store shelves were empty, were bare. And uh, that that first year, you know, I asked for Optimus Prime, asked for Soundwave, asked for Megatron and I got Huffer. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're not fighters like they are, Prime. We must have courage, Huffer. We can't ignore the danger. 
We must conquer it. And and I I loved I loved my little Huffer. He was he was fine. A fine toy played with him a lot. But uh, my parents did come through in in later Christmases. So in in eighty five, uh, I think I got I got a Ramjet and uh, maybe a couple other I can't remember. But eighty six, I really remember. Eighty six when the movie came out. I got uh, I got uh, Cyclonus, I got Scourge, I got Blur and Cup, I got Metroplex. So that year, that was a fun year. But it, yeah, it took a couple years for my parents to catch up. <laughs> yeah, yeah i I was four when it started, so I was four in '84. So I kind of literally was growing. Like obviously five, six, seven, I remember. But obviously at four years old, I don't. Re- I think the only thing I remember at four years old is watching Red Sox games at the time. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, and I never had a sound wave until way, 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 way later in life. But I had Blaster, so Blaster was my guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a Blaster, too. That was one I got that, I think, that year with Ramjet. That year I got Ramjet. So, yeah, the mm-hmm. 80, 85, right before the movie. I'm going to ask question six, but I know in your case it's – Pretty pointless since you were in college. When I was a kid in like elementary school, we would go out and play. It wasn't called live action role play in the 80s, folks. It was called (laughs) playing pretend and using your imagination and whatever. Growing up, did you or your friends ever pretend to play Transformers? And by this, I don't mean playing with the toys. I mean, like, I'm Charles and I'm going to (laughs) be... Huffer, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you would act out the way the characters are kind of thing, but mm, no, I, I can't recall doing that as a kid. I, I <laughs> definitely remember playing with the toys and, and being on the floor with my friends, uh, you know, each having toys and banging the toys against each other and, and having battles yeah. and stuff. But I, yeah. I can't say I remember like, you know, running around, you know, with, with a, you know, saying pew, pew, I'm Optimus Prime yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only Leia gets to do the pew, pew. <laughs> That's a really, really bad meme audio joke, folks. <laughs> All right. Who is your end all be all favorite character from any Transformers incarnation? You can pick one Decepticon, one Autobot, one Maximal, one Predacon. Okay, so I guess I'll with for Autobot. I guess I'll say Grimlock. Uh, just Grimlock. Me Grimlock, no bozo, me king. Specifically, Grimlock from the Marvel comics. I really like how they portrayed him. I mean, also portrayed Grimlock as, you know, a more even though he was violent and and kind of a little bit power hungry, he was still yeah. intelligent and and loyal to his fellow Dinobots and, and the kind of the journey he went through starting off as kind of uh, you know, uh, butting heads with Optimus Prime, but then later on after Prime died becoming leader, but then the leadership going to his head and then uh you know later on after uh his dino the dinobots were kind of went offline and he had a quest to to revive them just all all the stuff that Simon Furman did with Grimlock in the in the comics uh, both in the UK and in in the US series uh was really something mm-hmm. that i that uh, always uh you know tugged at my heartstrings i me grimlock greatest warrior i collected all the the US G1 Marvel issues. And I, you know, those were the, when on, in the long uh, days of the nineties, when they were kind of 
very little Transformers media being produced other than Beast Wars, but pretty much all the like any G1 focused media was was gone before, you know, between the end of Marvel and before Dreamwave started. Uh, yep. Those those Marvel comics were, you know, just my uh, my haven for I would you know just pull out the whole run and read through it uh, you know every year or so and and just read through those uh, those stories and then when when I discovered eBay that's when I got the UK comics I had no idea the UK comics exist, existed before eBay so uh, <laughs> it, you know got I caught up to that in the in the late nineties and early two thousands but uh, for other characters Decepticon uh, I'll say uh, I guess I'll say Megatron and and maybe this is cheating because I really like the the Megatron arc that he had in the IDW ID you know the first IDW continuity where. He actually turned into an Autobot, so maybe that's cheating since he did. No, since he that's not cheating. <laughs> that's not cheating. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean the the whole arc he went through in his redemption, I thought was was really well done, and I, I give James Roberts a lot of credit for that. No one does that to me and continues to function. Yeah. Uh, for you're turning Megatron into a giving him a redemptive arc, you know, turning Space Hitler in, <laughs> into a redemption yeah. story. Maximal got to go with Dinobot. Uh, Code of Hero is a, a classic episode, and just his his whole arc uh, in the in the Beast Wars series. Impressive. And Predacon, I guess I'll go with with uh, with Beast Wars Megatron again, just for the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, that that voice. As I've been editing podcasts recently over the last couple of months, it's, I believe it's from, it's either, I believe it's, yeah, it's from Dark Designs. There's a line where he's, you know, punching in, it's the little, I'll probably put the audio in here somewhere, but. What's going on around here? Anything, any, anytime anything goes wrong in one of my podcasts, uh, I'll throw that clip in just because it's either that or or Joker, Mark Hamill. Uh, <laughs> technical difficulties. Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> what are some other Transformers characters you like? Uh, I'm a fan of Hot Rod. I know, I know he gets a lot of flack for quote unquote killing Optimus Prime in the movie, but. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, I like I like his character. I like, uh, um, you know, I like him pre Rodimus. So I, I like the kind of young, uh, young warrior, hothead warrior. Hey, cop, don't you think we have better things to do now than tell old stories like what? Like maybe figure out how we're going to rescue our friends and then save Cybertron. Uh, I like what they've done with him in other series like the IDW Hot Rod slash Rodimus is really fun. Uh, the yeah. hot rod in uh, in Cyberverse is really is a really fun character too. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a good one. Shockwave is a great villain. Uh, you know, evil Doctor Spock or or Mister Spock, I should say, not Doctor Spock, not the baby <laughs> Doctor, <laughs> the Star the Star Trek logic guy, <laughs> Vulcan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yes. evil evil Mister Spock, evil Mister Spock is a great uh, a great approach uh, or premise for a villain. Everything is going as planned, oh great one. As you've predicted, the Decepticon uprisings at the rim of the galaxy are straining Autobot forces to the breaking point. And uh, he's he's had some great villain arcs in, in different series. Blur, I like. Blur, just uh, for John, again, the voice, John Mashita, uh, oh, yeah. gives, a, gives a great character to Blur. 
and uh, you know the fastest uh, Autobot alive and everything. I think over time, just comparing the two series because he's only ever been in two series really between G one and Animated. I think he had a he probably had a lot of fun in G one as Blur. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Blur wasn't exactly a at least in the movie he he was a main new character and he had his name up there in lights in the credits and that's great. Obviously, season three is where he kind of shined, but by the time you get to animate it and when they brought him back, and I was like, wait a minute, that's Blur. <laughs> that's Blur being hilarious. I, I just feel like those animated voice sessions, he probably had a heck of a lot more fun because, you know, the whole thing with Bumblebee and Zippy and all this and all that and everything else. Yeah, Blur is awesome. All right, Zippy, start talking. Now! First of all, the name's not Zippy. As a matter of fact, I don't believe I've ever met another bot named Zippy. So one can only assume that you came up with Zippy in reference to my speed, which may be technically accurate, but lacks a certain creativity. <laughs> More to the point, the name's Blur. I'm an Autobot intelligence agent sent to this planet by the Elite Guard to keep an eye on Optimus Prime and his crew as well as monitor Decepticon activity. And you, my friend, have just blown a decacycle of covert surveillance designed to uncover Megatron's plot to conquer Cybertron. Everything was going according to plan when I intercepted a communication between the Decepticon leader and an unknown double agent. They were in the midst of plotting the abduction of an unsuspecting Autobot, which now, from the status of the current ground situation, appears to have been successful. Got that so far? Uh... Could you repeat the last part? Which last part? Oh, everything after the name's not Zippy. Are there any Transformers characters you hate? That's... Uh, I'm nothing. Nothing's coming straight to mind. I mean, there are, there are... I think all... You know, I... I'd have to... I, I, I think... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, nothing's coming to mind right now, but you know, there are definitely, uh, I would say char- there are characters I love to hate in terms of villains, villains that are, that do a really good job of being villainous, but, uh, right. but that's, you know, that they serve the story. So it's, you know, like, like something like the Decepticon Justice Division. I think that's a really, uh, cool idea for like Decepticon fanatics. Uh, yeah. and that's a, it's a cool villain. But, uh, but, you know, I can't say that there are characters that, I, I, that, I really despise maybe maybe the movie characters maybe uh yeah maybe uh, those um what is it uh skids and mudflap from from uh, uh <laughs> yes. from revenge of the fallen yeah those guys those those guys are terrible <laughs> those are characters i hate <laughs> well it's funny your your co-host and compatriot uh like it's a good thing i wasn't able to fall out of my chair because i almost did when he told me he hates bumblebee <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically the idea of that Bumblebee is, you know, the more in in lights now than anything else. It's mm-hmm. not just the kid character or the kid yeah. associated character. I guess can can I say human characters in the live action movie? Those, those are so, like, Mark Mark Wahlberg as Cade Yeager. That's a that's a character I was I was not a fan of. <laughs> My biggest issue with that is it has nothing to do with Marky Mark and his 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 funky nights. But <laughs> why in the world are you going to put Sideshow Bob as? Oh, God. <laughs> and it's not even like look. It takes take the Sideshow Bob thing out of. Why in the world would you put the only man? In a Transformers movie that actually did a live-action 90s X-Men beast the best he could have been done (laughs) 
even though that movie sucks, <laughs> the shining light in in Last Stand is Kelsey Grammer as the voice, and and you know, yeah, he dressed of, up in yeah, he dressed up in the suit too. <laughs> yep. Who my stars and garters? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I like if you want to ha- like okay, to, you know, we're not really gonna say we we. I know there are a lot of people that hate Wheelie, but let's just say usually everyone that I ask the question about are there any tra- Wheelie is usually the number one answer on everybody's mind because everybody just assumes that Wheelie is the scrappy do of Transformers, and he's not. But I, I, I yeah, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where like I understand live action needed the humans to the you need to have stars in your live action film. I get it. But the Transformers for me have never been about the humans. Yes, the humans are involved in the like take Spike and Carly when they went on adventures with Swoop or when they went with Bumblebee and they ended up on Cyber. This is like season one, season two of G1. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's fine. They're along for the ride and they add things to the story, but the story isn't focused on them. Right. Stories focus on the fifty foot giant robots. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, no, no one's pretending to be Spike when they're playing. They're, you know, no. <laughs> as cool as his voice is, no, <laughs> because of who voices him. But yeah. no. Over your lifetime, as you got older, did your interest in the Transformers franchise grow stronger or get weaker? Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say it's gone, gotten stronger. So, um, you know, of course, in the nineties, I, you know, I was entering adulthood and transformers got a got definitely got lower prioritized but it was it's always there in the back of my mind like i was like uh, hung out on the uh the old uh, bulletin board forums you know the the news groups uh in the 90s before message boards before you know before uh social media and everything so i've always been hanging around i was i was kind of pretty much a lurker like i didn't really post a lot but i was uh you know was reading up on stuff i read a you know a lot of a fair amount of fanfic when when people were writing a lot being prolific in fanfic when when hasbro was not doing new g1 stories uh fanfic was where you know i got a lot of my entertainment for with transformers so uh yeah it's i i've I've stoked those fires uh, throughout my life, and yeah, now with the with a regular podcast, a weekly podcast, I get to I get to continue to to encourage my hobby. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, if you're doing a podcast about the franchise that you love, then you you kind of have to be in it. It's like, you know. You go through news stories every week. You go mm-hmm. through you know listings every week. You take your trips to the store, you know, you, you know, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you, you always find these things to bring to the Transformers specific podcast that you've been doing for nine years. And I don't know, I think I've said it once, but you are the, uh, this is a little interim. So this is between question 10 and 11. Did you create transmissions or were you just one of the ones that helped? Like, how, cause usually there's one or two people that create a podcast or is it an all encompassing team effort? So I, I definitely would say it's a, it's a team effort here. So really uh, Jeremy uh, was the one who got the idea who start, like he basically, I I had done a couple of guest episodes on the underbase back in the day. 
Yep. And Jeremy heard me on the underbase and uh I was, you know, I'm I'm in Pittsburgh and at the time Jeremy was also living in Pittsburgh, so when I mentioned on the podcast that on when I was on the underbase that I was in Pittsburgh and he heard that I was in Pittsburgh. So he's like, "Hey, oh, fellow Transformers fan nearby. That's cool." And then uh you know, we we connected on Facebook. And then he decided he wanted to start a podcast. So he asked me if I would join him. And then he, um, Jeremy also put a, put a message out on Reddit, seeing if anyone else was interested. And that's where Daryl and Yoshi, uh, mm-hmm. heard it. And then we, you know, we all got together and then decided to, to start things up. So yeah. So the four of us came together and we, uh, started things and, uh, you know, we, you know, this was, you know, figure, figuring out, <laughs> How do we actually do this? You know what? Uh, and Jeremy's a you know he's a he's uh is he has does IT for his day job, so he was able to do all the you know setting up domain and and getting yeah. a website set up and everything. And then you know we all, we all of us fumbled our way through figuring out how to record and edit a podcast remotely since we're all we were we never record in the same room pretty much, so we're yeah, we're always yeah. recording remotely and. And then, yeah, we just we did a test show just to see how we could figure things out. And then we then we just started going. Awesome. You heard it here first, folks. May's guest, because this will be the April episode of Origins. May's guest is probably going to be Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) Triple shot of Origins. All the transmissions hosts. Well, not all of them, but a good number of them anyway. At least three (laughs) out of the five or six or however many was there it's a growing family (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you ever want another number one beast wars fan i know a few (laughs) no was there ever a moment in your life where you were done with everything transformers no, I've I've never been done with Transformers. There are there are times I, I've I was done with certain aspects of the franchise, but I was never done with it completely. Like uh when I uh when Armada when the, the Armada the Unicron trilogy, Armada, um Energon and Cybertron, mm-hmm. you know I I was I was actually kind of genuinely excited. Like after uh you know seeing the Armada toys come out and I was interested to see what the you know what the cartoon would be like. But uh I got pretty disappointed watching the cartoon and realizing it was, uh, it was what if we did transformers with Pokemon? And I was like, mm, that's <laughs> not for me. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I kind of, I kind of fell out of the Armada cartoon pretty quickly and didn't, didn't stick around, which I know people say that it, it picks up significantly and, and has some, some really good story arcs, but sadly I didn't, I didn't make it that far. Um, I still enjoyed some of the toys, you know, I collected some of the toys uh, occasionally, but, yeah, the 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 Unicron trilogy cartoons pretty much lost me, but uh, yeah, I did come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right around that time, I had tried. Well, our, well, that was what two thousand three, two thousand. No, when when did Armada come out? Yeah, I think it was like two thousand four. I think it was around there. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I remember that old PlayStation video game. Yeah. Uh, that game sucked almost as bad as the cartoon did. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I, you know, 2004 to almost until I started podcasting in December of 08, I was not. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From throughout the whole Unicron trilogy, I'm just like, yeah, it's not for me. It's okay. I've got plenty of other things I can watch. You know, or plenty of other things I can listen to, or plenty of other things I can read, or whatever. And then, you know, yeah, that's what it is. With the internet giving birth to the fans all having a voice about what they like or don't like about Transformers, do you find that your voice gets lost in the shuffle, or do you just shout louder? <laughs> well, uh, you know, a, having a podcast gives you a unique opportunity to, <laughs> to make your make your voice heard. But I exactly. tend. I, I tend to just I you know I'm I'm tend to not uh, not argue with people anymore. Like I, I did I did a fair amount of arguing on the internet uh, you know 20 years ago, and uh, I've I've realized how pointless it pointless it is. So I'm I'm not interested in arguing with people anymore. So I'm happy to to share my opinion, share my love of things, share that, and I'll I, you know, I'll give my opinions about things I don't like. But I'm never going to tell anyone they're wrong for liking or not liking something else, and I'm I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna argue with people over uh, over what their you know what their favorite thing is. And if they if they're going to tell me that I'm wrong for things I love, I'll just ignore them. I'm not going to shout back. <laughs> I love how your answers are tying into things that have happened to me in the last week or so. <laughs> because. Again, as of this recording, even though people won't hear it until, I believe, the first week of it, the first Tuesday in April, we are recording this March 31st, 2022. Uh, I follow a good buddy of mine, Ryan Drost. He does the Star Joe's podcast, and he, you know, he and his buddies have a Star Joe's Facebook page, and they share memes and everything else. And one of the memes, as of this recording, on the 21st of, of March... The GoBots with Leader One and Psykill and all, basically the three main characters, and under it, the Kmart of Transformers. <laughs> I replied to so- someone that said, GoBots were there first. Ha 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 ha. My reply to this person was, and in this case, first was the worst. <laughs> he replies to me, that's your opinion. Too bad your opinion is wrong. And I'm like, look. Opinions can't be right or wrong. They just exist as opinions. If I'm walking down one road and you can't follow me, as long as we can agree on other things, fine. Like, yep. you know, like, like you know, just because my, my buddy Steve Megatron, who's this is his podcast and he lets me do these origin things because I have fun doing these and whatever. But just because he's not that into bot bots and won't show it to his kids doesn't mean that I don't enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not the end of the world. Like, Oh my God, we're going to ruin 14 years of friendship over a cartoon that we, whatever. 
But yeah, the, the reason why that question is there is because of more so, not necessarily because you have a podcast and you can shout louder if you prefer, but <laughs> it's more of like you were saying, you know, 10 years ago, et cetera, et cetera, with write, writing out comments on message boards and forums and like if I go, I don't know, I, I'm pro- I probably already did this, but if I go onto the Transmissions Discord channel and I find the introduction section, I'll write out my introduction of who I am and what I like. And if somebody's going to come at me with, oh, well, you're wrong for liking Hot Rod over Springer. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, <laughs> that's your opinion. You can die on that if you want. It's not my fault. Springer's a home wrecking mofo. <laughs> this is getting expensive. Yeah, on the, at least on the transmissions Discord, you won't find anyone who is who is gonna, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> insult you for your for your for your opinion. At least, I, at least I don't think so. But uh. <laughs> uh, you can always ban them. Like you know, like I, I'm I'm so over the whole I'm right and you're wrong thing. I, like we can all, you know, it's, it's, you know, why can't we have nice things or why can't we all just get along? Mm-hmm. Like uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like I'm having some transformers PSD at the moment, PTSD <laughs> at the moment, even though that's not a real joke. What is your Transformers personal anthem song? Examples, but you don't have to choose these. Stan Bush, The Touch, Dare, etc. So what would be Charles's Transformers anthem song? Yeah, I, I, I think I, I got to go with Dare. I just really love that, that sequence at the beginning of the 86 movie where Daniel spots the hole in the ship and then Hot Rod mm-hmm. sees it, starts fire. It do- doesn't warn anybody or tell the Autobots, hey, we're under attack. He just starts firing, which is fine. <laughs> you're, he's hot-headed. But uh, that whole sequence and then Cup, you know, being the being the hero and and uh, you know the when he does that flip and uh, yep. you know he he uh, diverts Blitzwing's blast and it hits shrapnel and then they collide and everything. I, I just love that whole sequence and the music gets me pumped listening to that as as that sequence happens. So yeah, that that's always in my mind. If you're gonna ride, Dano, ride in style. Absolutely. Love that sequence. And hey, look, now we actually have a Blitzwing toy that we can reenact that with Studio <laughs> Series 86 Cup and then the Blitzwing figure from Legacy coming up. <laughs> so, you know. Of course, the kibble on the Blitzwing toy might get in the way, sadly. <laughs> I get it. That's how they had to do it. Fine. It's not the end of the world. How often do you go back and rewatch any of the Transformers cartoons? So uh, I I think the the one thing I do rewatch regularly is the '86 movie. Like I, I try to watch that 
you know, once a year or so. And then of course with the re-releases, it's, it's easy to, to, to do that. Yep. Um, I took, I took my kids to see the 4k, uh, when they, when they had it in theaters last fall, they had the, um, you know, that went for the 4k re-release. I, we went out mm-hmm. to the theater to see it. Uh, of course I bought the 4k release and I had bought the Blu-ray five years earlier <laughs> and, I, <laughs> yeah. and, and I have the original DVD too. So, um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's the one that, that stays in rotation for me. I tend not to go back and rewatch, uh, the series, you know, I, I might go and rewatch a couple episodes, uh, here and there, but I don't really kind of run through the whole series anymore. Yeah. Um, I do, uh, the comics are, are, are things that are, that, as I said, those, those are the ones that are, um, that are kind of near and dear to me. And I'll, I'll go and reread through the whole, uh, Marvel series. Although I haven't done that in a while but i did that i did do that pretty frequently back uh back in my younger days <laughs> yeah yeah i mean with the cartoons like, before i start because i started on the tfg1 podcast where i went through all 98 episodes and that was 2008 through 2009 and then I, okay i've watched all 98 of these i don't need like i only go back to certain episodes same thing with beast wars same mm-hmm. i think for me, the only one that I would actually go back through from beginning to end within like maybe two or three days of starting it is most likely Beast Machines because Beast Machines was one through line story and I'm a continuity glutton. So, <laughs> you know, uh, 1999 versus 1984 to 1987, 1984 to 87, they were, you know, Okay, they had a couple of two-parters in the first couple of seasons, but it was weekly, daily, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. episodic yeah. television. It wasn't more than meets the eye, part one through part 98. It wasn't that. It was, you know, all these varying different things. Whereas Beast Machines, it's however many overall episodes it is. And, you know, it's one storyline through and right. through. There are no... There are no one-off episodes of beast machines. All right. So you mentioned it a moment ago. We all love transformers comics, which incarnation do you love and why? Yeah. So I I think I've mentioned several times the G one Marvel comics, uh, were, uh, really, a, a source of, of just great storytelling for me, uh, just because, uh, you know, the, the cartoon ended in 87, and you know, I was I was kind of bummed when the cartoon kind of ended abruptly. It had those those three you know season season four was basically three episodes, which is like okay, that's that's not really a full season. Um, and uh, and there was you know I was like, well, where am I going to get? Is there any more Transformers stories out there? And uh, I was aware of the comics, but I didn't really I wasn't really collecting comic books at the time. Like I, I was still you know I think. By the time this Transformers series ended, I was getting into my teen years. So that's when I kind of discovered, ooh, comic books. Let me, you know, I started collecting a lot of Marvel comics, you know, Spider Man, X Men, uh, and Transformers was really, uh, uh, you know, right there with, uh, you know, that was my gateway into, into comic book collecting is, oh, there's Transformers comics. There's a lot of Transformers comics. So I'm, p- I'm picking up issue, whoa, 47. I have to go back and find the other 46 issues. Um, yeah. So that was, that was part of a lot of my comic book, early comic book collecting was hunting down those back issues and, you know, scraping up the money to be able to buy the back issues out of the bin so I could get the complete set. 
while I was continuing to to collect the series, and you know that uh, those uh, and it was it was funny because you know in the cartoon, of course, Transformers and humans are always working together. It's like oh the, yeah, everyone loves the Autobots; they're the good guys, of course. Why why wouldn't they love the Autobots? And then in the comics, like oh wait a minute. Everyone, hates, <laughs> everyone hates the Transformers. Everyone hates the Autobots and the Decepticons. They can't tell the difference between the Autobots and the Decepticons. This is this is really interesting. <laughs> so uh-huh. you know, just, just adding that layer of a little bit more sophisticated storytelling in the comics uh, for my you know for my teenage uh, brain was a, was a delight. And a close second is the IDW run, like starting with More Than Meets the Eye and Robots in Disguise. Uh, I, you know, I think that those were. Those were the the successor to uh, my love for the the Marvel G one comics, and like I I see you know a straight line between Simon Furman and James Roberts, and and that that uh, and James Roberts really taking all the all the stuff he he loved about Simon Furman's run in the G one series, and then you know bringing bringing all that storytelling into the modern day with the IDW comics. I think More Than Meets the Eye has the only humans that I have ever loved in Transformers. <laughs> it's the hollow avatars of Megatron and Rodimus. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little bit of cheating. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, I, I mean, yeah, no, that, that whole run. I was never into the Transformers comics. I have ne- I have maybe read the first volume of Marvel US. I've never read UK, never read Dreamwave. I plan to at some point mm-hmm. when I can find some time to do so, but it only took <laughs> it took two phrase two or three phrases to get me to check out IDW. My buddy Ender, Ender used to be on, I don't know if he's still on Radio Free Cybertron. And uh, Ender basically told me about Shadowplay and Empurata. And I'm like, wait, what? They did what with who? Wait, where? Huh? Shockwave is what? And I just, that's how the pullback, my comic book podcast kind of, we started on other things. But by episode 11, we started that more than meets the eye run and, and damn, mm-hmm. such good stuff. Yeah. All right, let's talk about toys. How big or small is your Transformers toy collection? It's not huge. I, I was I was never a huge toy collector. the The media was really what what sucked me in the uh, the comics and the cartoon. But I do I do have a fair amount. I, I would say it's it's probably it's probably between a hundred and two hundred toys, but not it's not huge. Uh, you know that's. Still a good size. I mean, it's not like a thousand or anything, but it's still a good size. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to say this, and I, I agree. You, you guys and I are on the same wavelength with the whole NFT things, but I will say this. How do you feel about non-transforming Transformers like Funko Pops or Mighty Mugs? Uh, I generally will probably pass them over from you know just for me it's i'm more interested in the you know in the in the puzzle aspect and the transforming and the the sensation Mm. of going from from one mode to another i do like uh, like some of the things like model kits uh, the ferrari model kits i think are really cool you know some action figurines i think are are cool like i think those red uh uh, are robot enhanced design figures i think that's a that's a cool idea you know 
taking kind of action master to the to the next level. But uh, but for me, I'm I'm really focused on transforming toys. I think if uh, the if you want to capture my interest, the toys got to transform. Like I I can re- I remember distinctly like purposefully back back in the like in in 1989 or 1990 I did completely avoid action masters just because i was like why do these why are why do these exist why why are they transformers that don't transform and why should i buy them and i mean i think i missed out on a bunch of of some cool on some cool figures but uh yeah i was i was not a fan of non-transforming transformers and for me now like yeah you're right in general Yes, I want the puzzle aspect, but I'm too old now. I just want the characters I love. <laughs> Hence why I used to. I still kind of do, but it just depresses me as all hell. But I used to really, I used to sing Funko Pop's praises. And now that Funko has entered the. Uh, yeah. Stop destroying the environment, Funko. <laughs> you too, DC. I saw an article recently month or so ago it, it's recently as of this recording but dc is also getting in on the nft thing too i saw an article about oh this could bring billions for dc and i'm like really <laughs> i mean i know it's like 17 different versions of batman but uh, yeah whatever what is the one transformers toy you could never part with ever so basically how i frame this is Every human, every pet, every family member is safe, but the house is burning down. What would you run <laughs> in to save? Uh, I I think I gotta I gotta save my Unicron, the the, the Haslab Unicron. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's yeah. I think everything else I could probably replace. It's you know, I, uh, but that Unicron, I, I don't think uh, unless I'm unless I'm willing to shell out like two or three thousand dollars, I'm not getting another Unicron. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, any of the Haslab stuff is like, oh, ouch, my wallet. <laughs> Speaking of, I, I I hope that that isn't the answer to this question, but what was the most money you spent on a Transformers toy or toy item ever? Uh yeah, I think I, I think it is the Haslab Unicron. <laughs> I I backed it originally, so I, I I just paid I paid the sticker price. I didn't pay the eBay price. Oh right, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that I think that a close second is I did. Uh, I went to Botcon 2014 and I got the like the Primus package and uh, and that mm-hmm. you know that that give that gave you all the toys and everything. Uh, so that was around like four hundred dollars uh, to get. You know, you got the VIP access. You got to talk to the like have a special meet and, meet and greet with the voice actors at the convention, and got you got you know the, all the uh, the premium access and everything. So that was like my first and only botcon that I got to go to. So I, I kind of splurged on that. Mm. Yeah, I've never I never went. Uh, I got close. So. I always say Louisville, Kentucky basically destroyed BotCon because 2016 was the last BotCon and it was in Louisville, Kentucky. And I had been living in Louisville <laughs> for 20 some odd years at that point. And, uh, you know, I just can't keep her name out of my mouth. But Amy, she, uh, Lady <laughs> Rex, she, uh, she went to that BotCon and we went down to 4th Street Live to the 
the free Stan Bush Vince DiCola concert and hung out. First time I ever met Amy. It was mm-hmm. a blast. It was absolutely a blast. But but yeah, uh, that was the only time. So technically I was BotCon adjacent because the convention was at some other venue, but the 4th Street lot. 4th Street Live in Louisville is like it's the it used to be the Galleria Mall. Mm-hmm. So this giant glass enclosed mall. Well, that went under years ago and they just turned it into a hollow out section of the street where it has, still has the glass roof so you don't get rained on, but you can essentially have indoor shows outdoors and yeah, so there's that. Let's see. Do you have a my parents got rid of my toys story? Uh, no, I, I, my, my parents were, were generally pretty good about that. Like, I don't think they, they purposefully uh, got rid of any of my Transformers toys. I do have a, um, I kind of have a reverse story though. And I've told this on transmissions many times is that my, mm-hmm. my younger brother, he's about, uh, he's 13 or 14 years younger than me. So he was, he was a nineties kid and he was right into Beast Wars in the '90s. He got, you know, he got all the Beast Wars toys for Christmas. Uh, you know, I, I, I helped my parents shop for the right Beast Wars toys to, <laughs> for, for his Christmas presents. And uh, but he grew out of it pretty quickly. Like uh, you know, when he w- when he got into high school and college, he had no interest in uh, his old toys. And uh, I was like, "Well, do you mind if I take them?" And he said, "Sure, go ahead." So I've got I've got all his old Beast Wars toys, <laughs> and uh, you know, so he vol- he voluntarily gave them up to me, and uh, and I gave them a good home. <laughs> there you go. Very cool. Very cool. All right. If you could voice any Transformers character, who would it be and why? Oh, that's interesting. Well, my my voice is uh, my voice is kind of deep, so I think I could I could probably I could I mean, I don't know. I I, I kind of this might be uh I I don't want to um, you know, try to say that I'm anywhere close to uh to David Kay's level, but but I'd like to take a try a hand at uh, at Beast Wars Megatron, but No. Yeah, I, I think I'd probably need some practice for that. But well, well, well. What do we have here? I actually have done for um for the Audio Nights Theater um they that that uh, thing they did where they were doing they were rec- like putting voices on the comics and the more that meets the eye comics. Right. I did the voice of Blaster for their uh for their for a couple of their issues. So uh maybe that's a maybe that's a good choice for me. All right. So may the man rest in peace. But throw your blaster at me. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Hey, hey, you brought it up. I'm putting you. I mean, that's just like me going after Daryl with his number one Beast Wars fan status. Come on, give me some All blaster right. blasting at you. Optimus Prime, do you read me? The Decepticons are blitzing Autobot City. We don't know how long we can hold out. Awesome. Cover your receptors, Perceptor. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Very cool. I wish he was still alive. Yeah. I really do. Oh, Blaster was such a great great character he is such, still such a great character but without that voice man who is your favorite transformers i have it written as actor but voice actor you know like they're all actors but you know what i mean like mm-hmm. who's your favorite transformers person yeah that's uh, there's a there there's so many good ones um mm-hmm. 
I mean, I know, I know Daryl, I, I, I heard Daryl's answer and I, I mean, I think I might have to steal his answer. I got to go with Frank Welker. I mean, just, just the, 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 just the amazing range that he has to voice so many different characters and, and cover so many, uh, you know, different styles and, and, uh, and moods and everything. So yeah, good old Frank Welker. And he, he shares my birthday. I have the same birthday as Frank Welker. March twelfth, so, yeah. March twelfth, uh, yeah. yeah. Or I share his birthday. I shouldn't say he shares mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're getting trouble for that, folks. <laughs> yeah, if I ever get him on an interview, I want I want to have him do a conversation between Fred Jones and Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What is your dream masterpiece figure? This cannot be anything that's already in the pipeline. It cannot be anything that's already made. What is a masterpiece figure that you absolutely want that they have not made yet? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, Metroplex. <laughs> wow. That's probably the size yeah? as big as my car or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that Unicron box is pretty big, but yeah, yeah. Metroplex is a masterpiece. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, other than sheer cost, that that would that would most definitely have to be a Haslab thing yeah. because it is so man. Especially if you want it big enough to where you can put the other bots in it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. isn't that the whole point? Is you know, to, yeah, yeah. Wow, I was not expecting that answer. <laughs> Learn something new every day, folks. Where do you land on the Rumble is Blue, Frenzy is Red, or Rumble is Red and Frenzy is Blue debate? Well, yeah, I mean, I the G one cartoon was was <laughs> my that that was my original uh, introduction. So, I mean, really, I gotta say, Frenzy as a character doesn't really exist. I mean, it's it's Rumble and the other guy who looks and sounds exactly like Rumble. I mean, it's, so Rumble is Rumble is blue, purple, whatever. I mean, that's that's yep. the character who was in the cartoon. Frenzy showed up like every other, you know, like one, once or twice in the season. Then he was in the movie, but he had the same voice. He did the he had the exact same powers. He didn't do anything different. So yeah. It's just it, there's just Rumble. There's, there's a blue. There's a blue guy named Rumble. There, <laughs> there's a background character that some people refer to as Frenzy, who's red and black. <laughs> what was the other one? Oh man, there was another red on red cassette. Oh, oh, is that is that Enemy or is that is that yes. it? Yes, thank you, <laughs> I, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Rumble, Frenzy, and Enemy. Hmm, interesting. Somebody got to do a story with those three. Uh, <laughs> at least give Frenzy a decent backstory. Frenzy Besides did. The, he, he got a little bit of, of shine in the comics. And in the comics, the comics are always consistently Frenzy is, is blue and purple and Rumble is red and black. No, but, of course. But, uh, but yeah, Fren- Frenzy, like they, they did show his, you know, Frenzy is supposed to have sonic powers as opposed to the, you know, the pile drivers. And so he he did he had a couple of standout issues, but it was never never anything as prominent as the G one cartoon. <laughs> hey, I didn't volunteer for this geeky assignment. I want Skywalk's job. But a frenzy geek works made for a geek like you. 
Second to last question. If you could create any Transformers fiction, toy, cartoon, comic, etc., what would it be and what story would you want to tell with it? Basically, Hasbro gives you the keys to the kingdom. So, yeah, I, I want a uh, like a, a Pixar-esque Transformers live action or not live action full length movie P- you know Pixar animated computer animated not not necessarily the Pixar style but in the you know completely animated every all the characters done in like modern animation and I would love for them t- for it to be like a you know a lost light space quest adventure thing that uh yeah. you know adapts you know does not necessarily you know shot for shot remake of the comic or anything like that but take a take a really juicy story from those comics and adapt that Mm -hmm. into a full-length movie or maybe even um like a series like a you know a a 20 episode series on you know another netflix series with but but they give they give them the real budget they give them the full budget to to (laughs) animate it as 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 you know as lavishly as possible I think that would be really cool, and and keep James keep James Roberts on as a cons- as a story consultant. So <laughs> whoever they get to write it, you know, make sure you consult him, and and yeah, keep that core of the story, even if you if you have to change things around. Yeah, I think the whole Megatron as an Autobot arc would make a perfect like one to two part film or mm-hmm. one to you know one to two part series. Hell, you could even do a little bit more of before and after that with, you know, making it maybe a five-episode series. And look, folks, like you said earlier, three episodes really isn't a a season. (laughs) And I I was going to say then, and I'll say it here, Yeah, originally it was going to be five, but they went to David Wise and said, yeah, budget's been cut, so you got to fit everything you're going to fit into this five-parter into a three-parter. So that's why we got... (laughs) 120 new characters again yeah. may the man rest in peace yeah i mean why not i would love to see that in animation that would be awesome for half of a second there i was gonna say well there you go charles bot bots is yours <laughs> i that show is so unique and it is so awesome. And I love that. And I, as I've already said, I'm a continuity guy. Mm-hmm. I love that it has nothing to, other than the fact that Energon came down. Like, <laughs> that's the only thing it has to do with Cybertron and the Transformers. The rest of it's just mall culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And other culture things as well. All right, last question. At some point, folks, I'm going to take these, This uh, maybe by the next episode, I'm going to round this out with 30 questions, but we do have 26 after all, so that is an even number, I guess. What is the one piece of advice that you'd give the Transformers fandom and TF collectors in general? Just have fun and enjoy what you like and don't worry about what other people like or don't like. And, yeah, just just relax <laughs> everybody relax it's this is it's supposed to be fun You're, it's supposed to be enjoyable it's it's a hobby it's not anything serious it's not uh you know climate change or world hunger or you know global energy crisis it's it's just a fun hobby something to uh to you know keep you entertained and it's not too serious so just enjoy it and enjoy it. and even if there are things you don't like you don't, you, you know, it's okay. You don't have to like everything. Yeah. And for what you don't like, just, just ignore it. Just let it go and just like what you like. Yep. 
Absolutely. I said this, I've said this for at least five years before all the political things happen, but I have come to the point in my life where at least since about 2015, all generations matter. We don't have to like them all, but they all matter. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and we all have our different likes and dislikes and whatever, but that doesn't mean just because I don't like the Unicron trilogy doesn't mean I'm going to go watch it and record a podcast on it and tell you every single, like, I don't have time for hate-filled energy anymore. I really don't. It really is a plague. (laughs) The wisdom of the ages. It's lost. No, not lost. We're all a little wiser now. But the Matrix is empty. It's up to all of us to fill it again. With the wisdom we accumulate from this moment on. Autobots, transforms and roll out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they, ta- they taught us that way, way, way back in the day, in the, early, in, the, in the early days. We should, we should heed those messages. <laughs> Absolutely. And if, if only Spectre General could cure hunger, you know, that would be amazing. <laughs> We are going to take a quick break. You're going to hear some audio ads and some other stuff. I'm sure you'll hear the amazing transmissions audio ad that Charles put together for me, as well as some other stuff. And we'll come back to close the show after this. Hello, all sentient beings. Want the latest on everything going on in the Transformers multiverse? Check out the Transmissions Podcast Network. We've got weekly podcasts covering everything from Alpha Trion to Omega Supreme. From old school G1 all the way up to Cyberverse and beyond. And you don't want to miss Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers live play role-playing game podcast. If you love Transformers, there's something for everyone at TransmissionsPodcast.com. Hello, geeks. Want a podcast that covers a vast array of topics with no rhyme or reason? Then check out Altered Geek Unlimited, where the topics fly more or less off the cuff. We cover media news, TV, our favorite geek products, and of course, your feedback. So get altered, get geeky with the Altered Geeks every Friday on the GeekCast Radio Network. Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Marku 42's Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Marku 42's Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. 
Oh, hey, I caught something. Since 2009, we have been the premier cartoon podcast here at the GeekCast Radio Network. We are ToonCast. From taking you beyond the cartoons we grew up with to seasonal saucy toon talk, and now we get the origins of toonsters everywhere as we ask guests... 30 questions about their cartoon watching experiences, plus so much more. Tooncast is back. Join me, TF2 and Mike, and the rest of the GCR and crew as we give you all the toon talk you will ever need, only on the GCRN. And wherever you consume your podcasts, we are beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. We are all tunes all the time here on Tooncast. Yeah. So let's say you're looking for a podcast your favorite 80s comic books, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Ninja Turtles, He-Man, etc. Where are you going to go to find us? Welcome to Star Joe's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chuck. That's right, everybody. We're the Star Joes. We host a podcast called Star Joe's Podcast, where we talk about your favorite comic books, your favorite toys of all the 80s properties. Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Mask, Thundercats, Voltron, you name it, we cover it. If it's in the 80s, we will we'll cover it at some point. Yeah, so what you want to do to find us, you can go to iTunes, you can go to www.starjoes.com. And remember, the Force will be with you, because knowing us is half the battle. On the Simplistic Reviews Podcast, we talk movies. We talk TV. We talk... Hello, Julie, what the heck are you doing? Trying to make our spots sound more exciting by adding explosions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have got the point across with sound effects, not the real thing. Car, car. Download this show on iTunes or at simplisticreviews.blogspot.com. I'm sure your insurance company will cover that. No, they won't. No, they probably won't. All right, folks, we are back here on all things Transformers. And, wow, for you being much older than Daryl, your episode was much shorter than his was. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned brevity. Yeah, I, I, I. When I get went to edit Daryl's, I'm like, hmm, okay, and it was an amazing conversation. I absolutely loved it. But you know, I sit here and my editing style is I listen through to every second of the audio, just so I don't screw anything up, and just so I don't leave anything in that shouldn't be in, and whatever. So you know, <laughs> I looked at that and I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, his was an hour and 48. This is not even going to come close to that. (laughs) All right. Any final words that you would like to say? Why don't you tell us? I mean, we've kind of already got the origin. And once I have Jeremy on, we'll get the, you know, his side of the origin of transmissions. But what is transmission, the the Transformers commercial branded podcast all about? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so so transmissions is is now uh, we have three shows, so I guess now we're we're officially a podcast network because we have multiple shows. But uh, we do two weekly shows that are all about Transformers. So transmissions, the original, is the flagship show that was all about Transformers toys and merchandise. So every week we go through the latest Transformers news. You know, there's always new toys coming out, so we talk about that. We cover. Uh, Hasbro, Takara, and third party. So, uh, you know, 
we get the whole range of stuff. We show off some of the toys that we got. So we, we do part of our show on YouTube so people can see stuff we got. And uh, we like answering feedback, too. So we, we put all that into one show. Then another show, Transmissions Alt Mode. Uh, so Transmissions every Wednesday. Transmissions Alt Mode is every Friday. Alt Mode, we do comic reviews. We do uh, cover all the news in Transformers media, You know, shows, TV, games, uh, movies. Comics. Comics, yes. <laughs> um, and we do a comic review every uh, every week. Uh, and, if, and sometimes we do like show episode reviews of, of different shows when... Uh, when we don't have any comics available. Uh, and then uh, bi-weekly, we have another show called Empire of Rust. And this is a live play RPG Transformers podcast. And this is done by uh, our uh, producer and editor, Mike, who has a group of his friends who he does role-playing with. So he actually designs that he's designed this campaign, this Transformers campaign based on the Starfinder uh, role-playing uh, uh, library. And, so he's adapted that, created his own rule set, uh, written his own scenario. Uh, takes place in the IDW Comics universe, so he's kind of the, you know, done a, done an offshoot of that. So it's really interesting, uh, and it's a it's a fun show that's been going on for a few years now. I think they're coming up on their fourth year soon. Like they're going to have their their fourth anniversary very soon. That's a, you know that show is is pretty awesome. Uh, we we do we do so sometimes do some crossovers where the transmissions. Uh, host will play different characters and we'll have side adventures uh, in that are separate from the main uh, storyline of the RPG uh, uh, that's that's going on in the podcast. So, but that's a really fun show and I encourage everyone to listen to that too. So uh, you can all find all these shows at transmissionspodcast.com uh, and of course we're on all the podcast uh, services, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, Spotify, Amazon, I think Facebook too. Yeah. Anywhere you, it, it's an RSS feed. Just search for an RSS feed and you'll find transmissions. And Empire of Rust is transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. So if everyone's, if anyone's curious about that. Very cool. Very cool. As always, I will put links in the show notes to all of that. Thank you for joining us here on All Things Transformers. If you'd like to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show, there are several ways to do so. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. Send any email to feedback at geekcastradio.com. Here are all the ways you can listen to us nowadays. Apple, Google Podcasts, and as well as Spotify, which now apparently offers star ratings. First time that Spotify has done that. So you can write reviews on Apple and Google and give us star ratings on Spotify. Of course, you can choose to use any other podcatching client as well. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio for the network at All Things TFV Three for the show. I am at TFG and Mike. What is your Twitter, sir? Uh, you can follow me at CP Shelton, and you can follow Transmissions at Transmissions without the A. So, <laughs> what uh, I think an auto auto body shop got the regular transmission, so we had to just kick the A out. So, turns missions. <laughs> what a Midas touch. <laughs> Pick up a fan on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash geekcast radio network. You can also check out all things Transformers over there as well as transmissions. For now, I am TFG and Mike with Charles, a.k.a. Big C. We hope you'll transform and transcend with us next time here on All Things Transformers. <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
I wish to speak to my lawyer. You can win if you dare. Yeah.